Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, April 17th, 2018, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. Well, great news. Mercury has gone direct, and this week, we are celebrating our ninth anniversary of the launching of Starseed Hotline. And three weeks ago, Starseed Radio Academy was eight years old. Amazing how time flies. Our next Starseed Quest to Arkansas is for Pleiadian lineup on May 18th through the 21st. All you need to join us is at least one galactic star marking on your natal chart at 25, 26, or 27 degrees of any sign. This is a soul group reunion in the crystal capital of the world designed to enable a catalyst for starseed empowerment to higher frequencies. We've redesigned this event to be much more affordable than the previous gatherings were. And if this sounds like what you've been looking for, just write very soon to crystals at starseedhotline.com for more details because there are only two spots left. Our special guest this evening is Trin Hatch, who was born in Tampa and then at age three moved with his family to Australia, where he was raised. And then after school, he returned to the U.S. working as a personal security agent. After he was assaulted, his ankle shattered and many complications set in, he turned this personal trauma around. He started awakening spiritually, and after intensive study of plant medicine while he was disabled, he learned how to heal himself. Legal CBD hemp oil was the key factor in his recovery, and he's with us tonight to tell us his inspiring story. He is now the West Coast Manager of Sales for Green Garden Gold with a full line of legal CBD CBD hemp oil products. He has generously offered a special deal to our Starseed Radio listeners, so stay tuned to hear those details. And his website is greengardengold.com. At the top of the show, it's Anastasia's Starseed News, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. And we'd like to thank Jada and Kathy for hosting the switchboard tonight for those who might have a question or comment for Trin. We have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds thanks to Tammy's helpful dedication. You can download our shows on iTunes or right here on Blog Talk. And if you'd like to show your support of our program, please click follow on our page here at Blog Talk and you'll get our weekly show notice so you know what's coming up. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. And for those who need healing of any kind, emotional, physical, or spiritual, for yourself or your pets, Tammy's powerful remote sessions will make a difference for you. And if you have a birthday coming up, 
you don't want to miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out what that is and how when it happens by requesting your solar return timing. But please remember, if you want the stage two interpretation of that chart, you'll need to order it at least three months ahead of your birthday to make sure you get it before your birthday because we do have a waiting list. So first this evening, I would like to introduce Anastasia with her ever-popular Starseed News. Well, good evening, Ariel. Good evening, Starseed listeners. It's great to be with you, and another week has passed. Can you believe it? We've had a lot of news. There was an asteroid that buzzed the Earth this weekend. It swept by at half the moon's distance on Sunday, just hours after being detected. Its size is uh, three to six times that of the space rock that penetrated the skies over Chilobinsk, Russia, in 2013. Pretty big rock just discovered, and it whipped on by just like that. Of course, it missed. We're talking about it. (laughs) We've had a lot of weather. (laughs) Yeah, we've had a lot of weather upheavals. My goodness, I told you last week we were calling it the zombie winter. Well, you know what? It has continued since last Tuesday, with just finally today beginning to break. We looked at the weather from the satellite uh, photographs, and my gosh, the storm was absolutely enormous. It looked absolutely bizarre, covered most of the United States. And in that vein, I want to tell you that San Francisco was battered by an unusual hailstorm. Then they got a 3.8 earthquake, which was the latest in the series of tremors. In one day, uh, San Francisco had earthquake, it had hail and fierce rain. Yes, it was a 3.8 magnitude quake, jolted the South Bay Monday morning yesterday in an area, of course, as you all know, is notorious for seismic upheavals. But the USGS reported on this. Early in the morning, just after the San Jose residents experienced hail, there was a torrential rain and thunderous dark clouds, and the earth suddenly shifted. 3.8, some say 3.9, but anyway, we'll go with 3.8. This quake was centered about nine miles northeast of downtown San Jose. Tremors were felt in Milpitas, Fremont, and Santa Clara, according to the USGS, but office towers shook in downtown San Jose. Witnesses were saying it was snowing and hailing with thunder, and then there was an earthquake that felt like a big jerk, a big boom. That's like out of a movie. Good grief. Yeah. Three things all rolled up in one. Wow. And in in, uh, in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, they just knocked over their snowfall records. Neighbors were helping each other out, digging their vehicles out of the snow after Saturday's blizzard in Minneapolis on Sunday. And uh, um, Saturday's blizzard that went into Sunday, excuse me, just a couple of days ago. National Weather Service tells us that the uh, Minneapolis airport had almost 15 inches of snow from Friday through Sunday. It set a record for the largest April snowstorm ever in Minnesota, or in Minneapolis anyway. It was the snowiest April on record in the Twin Cities, and it's the snowiest start to a calendar year with 70.3 inches since the 1st of January. And in South Dakota, Sioux Falls set records for a single day in April at nearly 14 inches, and uh, a record total for April of nearly 25 inches in April. And in Wisconsin... 
this last storm ranks as the all-time second largest snowstorm in Green Bay's history at nearly 24 inches of snow and a record April total snowfall of more than 35 inches, almost three feet in the month of April. So there you have it. My gosh. And, uh, you know, we talked about, oh, I don't know, what was it, a month or two ago? Can't even remember now. Time goes so fast. But they've had snow again in Ain Safra at the gateway to the Sahara. It snowed in the Sahara Desert again just a few days ago, um, 1,500 altitude. And this is like becoming an occurrence. This was like extremely rare. And now I think it's the third time I've reported on this in I don't know, maybe a year, within 18 months maybe. So, wow. And in Hawaii, they had a real problem uh, recently. There were mudslides and flooding uh, that was triggered by heavy rain. It spread damage and shut down roads in Hawaii all over this past weekend. At least two houses were torn from the foundations, and roads had to be closed due to flooding and debris. Uh, debris. Hundreds of people were evacuated from Kauai, Hawaii, after two feet of rain lashed the island in only 24 hours. 24 inches in 24 hours, causing heavy flooding and landslides. People that live there say it's definitely the worst storm in recent memory. Some residents are telling us that it was worse than Hurricane Iniki in 1992. The National Weather Service recorded 28.1 inches of rainfall in Hanalei between 2 a.m. Saturday and 2 a.m. Sunday. I don't know if I said that right, that little Hanalei word, but maybe it's Hanalei. Anyway, there it is. Hawaii really got covered up with water. And in India, they had golf ball-sized hail, followed with heavy rain and thunder that damaged hundreds of houses two days ago on Sunday. Around 700 houses were damaged in just one location. Sources tell us that the incident occurred in the afternoon, rain accompanied by smaller hailstones than the, than the larger ones also caused people to take shelter under trees and inside their cars. And in Vietnam, over 1,500 houses were damaged a few days ago when co- crops were devastated by hailstones. The, stone, the storms that went through Vietnam left many people without a roof over their heads and destroyed the crops that were ready to harvest. Again, over 1,500 houses were damaged in an hour-long hailstorm that bombarded three districts with hailstones of up to an inch and a half in diameter. Hailstorms everywhere, yeah. And, of course, you all maybe know about this Midwestern storm that we had. Um, in the storm that went through the Midwest, at least three people were killed uh, during that violent spring storm that had powerful winds and heavy snow. It swept across the Midwest this past weekend, leaving large swaths of the region blanketed in snow. The city of St. Paul was forced to declare a snow emergency. We've already talked about Minneapolis. Um, the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport was forced to cancel nearly 500 flights. They said the snow was falling too fast for plows to keep the runways clear, and there were hundreds upon hundreds of crashes, uh, car crashes reported across the state. 300,000 houses were without electricity. Oh, Nearly the mid of April here. Actually, it was the middle of April. This was just this weekend. 
And on the other side of the coin, the drought in Oklahoma is experiencing worsening conditions. They tell us that drought is tightening its grip across the southwest as extreme conditions spread from Oklahoma to Utah. This is according to a new federal data released late last week. They say on the southern high plains, Oklahoma remains at ground zero for the worst drought conditions in the United States. About 20% of the state is facing facing exceptional drought conditions. They say that's the worst possible uh, drought classification. Most of Colorado is also under severe drought, and almost all of the Texas panhandle is is seeing extreme drought or even worse conditions. The federal drought map shows dry conditions have intensified across northern New Mexico and expanded into Arizona. So here we go again, another year of drought in the southwest. That could change. It could change. Um... New Brunswick Village in Canada. A couple of years ago, they had a mysterious swarm of earthquakes uh, that rattled houses and people, but they started up again. Now, Earthquakes Canada, their reporting center, has recorded 22 earthquakes in New Brunswick over the past 30 days, with most of those happening near McAdam. McAdam is on the western edge of the province, near the border with the United States. Well, in our science segment, let's talk about that for a bit. Researchers have accidentally improved plastic-eating enzymes, according to this headline. I'm not sure if they accidentally improved them or if they just mutated, but let me tell you what the article says. It tells us that two years after scientists reported the presence of plastic-munching bacteria at a recycling plant in Japan, Accidental mutations to an enzyme has boosted its pollution-digesting powers. This is cool, I think. More than 300 million tons of plastic is produced globally, with environmentalists telling us that oceans are becoming choked by polyethylene (laughs) terephthalates, the PET (laughs) plastic, (laughs) the key component of plastic bottles and packaging. You know, I'm railing about that all the time. You can't buy anything without it being layers and layers of plastic. Well, researchers now from the University of Portsmouth and uh, the U.S. National Renewable Energy Laboratory tell us that they inadvertently improved something called PET-A's, capital P-E-T for this type of plastic, A-S-E, which is an enzyme used by the bacteria, uh, I'm not going to say that, (laughs) a certain bacteria, Uh, to make this bacteria better at degrading plastic. So they're improving this plastic-eating enzyme. Like I say, I'm not sure if it was accidental. The the title of the article says it's an accident. And then they go on to tell us that, well, I don't know, who knows, mutated or something. But there it is. You know, we could use all of those kinds of enzymes we can get. It just sounds wonderful to me. A ray of hope. Perhaps uh, a sign of a better future for us something that will consume plastic. Well, we talked last week uh, about a similar article, but this week we are learning now that there is a brand new artificial intelligence technology that may be able to read your inner feelings. Last week we talked about our thoughts. This one is a bit different. Because if we think that Facebook and maybe Cambridge Analytica 
were on the forefront of violating privacy, we haven't seen anything yet because there's a new technology from Dolby Labs that might be able to read your inner feelings based on subtle tells like eye dilation, skin heat, brain waves, speech patterns, and carbon dioxide on your breath. They say that when perfected, it won't matter how composed you seem to the naked eye because a complex artificial intelligent program will be able to add up all these factors and use them to create a picture of your psychology. This isn't the, per- the first technology, as I said last week, about that device that can translate brainwaves uh, directly in, uh, t- to speech in real time. But these two technologies together are the first steps, I think, into the concerning real-life mind-reading of the future, which is intended to expose all of our private thoughts and feelings out into the world. I've got to draw a line there. <laughs> you know, really, I mean, really, really, come on, come on, jeez. Mm. You know, there's an old wives' tale. I think we were, many of us, about the young people, but we were always taught to stay out of the rain, you'll catch cold. Did your mother ever tell you that, Ariel? Well, sure. You've heard that before, right? Yeah. And then as, you know, time passed, learned thought, that's just an old wives' tale. And you'd read about it. Does walking in the rain or just getting wet in a rainstorm give you a cold? All the articles said, no, that's nonsense, that's an old wives' tale. And yet, often it continued to happen. Well, listen to this. There's a stream of viruses that circle our planet. Trillions of them fall from the sky every day. In the Sierra Nevada mountains of Spain, an international team of researchers set out four buckets to gather a shower of viruses falling from the sky. Now, they had been supposing or wondering that there are viruses circling the planet above the planet's weather systems but below the level of airline travel. Now, they say that very little is known about this region of our atmosphere, and that's why the number of deposited viruses placed or that fell into the buckets absolutely astonished the research team. This freaks you out. <laughs> Each day, they calculated, some 800 million viruses cascade into every square meter of the planet. They say that most of these globe-flying viruses are swept into the air by sea spray, and lesser numbers arrive in dust storms. And the researchers tell us, when these viruses are unimpeded by friction with the surface of the Earth, they can travel great distances, and so intercontinental travel is quite easy for viruses. It wouldn't be unusual to find things swept up in Africa being deposited in North America. And incidentally, I have since read similar articles that say that these viruses are washed down into our uh, immediate atmosphere through the rain. So there you go, the old wives' tale. Don't go out in the the rain, you'll catch cold. Well, this study was published earlier this year in the International Society of Microbial Ecology Journal. And this was the first study to count the number of viruses falling into the planet, onto the planet. They say that this research is not intended to study the flu or other illnesses, but they're doing it to get a, get a better sense of what they call the virus sphere. 
the world of viruses on our planet. So, hmm. Now, don't y'all freak out. We've been, (laughs) even if there are billions of viruses that fall down onto the earth, every square meter, we've all survived it, so it's no big deal. But it's interesting, and it does make you mindful. It really does. Um, Makes you wonder about collecting rainwater. Uh, Who knows? Don't know. Well, um, the legendary radio host Art Bell passed away on Friday the 13th. Maybe some of you, maybe most of you have heard of or listened to or know about Art Bell. He was the UFO and paranormal talk show host uh, that broadcast out of Perup, Nevada. He was one of the radio pioneers of the late 20th century and became the first major radio personality to explore those topics that others simply would not touch. His radio show, Coast to Coast AM, debuted in on U.S. radio in 1988. And the show began at a time when U.S. talk radio was becoming increasingly deregulated in terms of content controls. And many others used this opportunity to talk a lot of politics. But Art Bell did something different. Art Bell realized that there was an untapped reserve of group experts and ordinary callers with a great interest in UFOs, paranormal, government conspiracies, ghosts, space travel, the apocalypse, clairvoyance and psychic ability, and ghosts, and uh, the Yeti, and chupacabras, and cover-ups about all of these topics. Many people uh, that wrote regarding Art Bell... uh, when this was reported on the internet in the comment section, said that they were exposed to um, new thought ideas just from listening to his show. And many, many, many thousands of people managed to branch beyond their conventional thinking and to begin to ask questions and to reach and search outside of the box because he gave a forum for a discussion of things that were outside of consensus reality outside of the shared reality that is repetitious and confining and perhaps, well, really not about reality at all. His show (laughs) encouraged people to question everything. And very few people went away from his broadcast without questioning at least one thing they once thought that they already knew about or already understood. So I think that this individual provided a great service in the the quest for truth and in opening people up to possibilities. And I think that like the X-Files, we may all search for the truth that's out there. But Art Bell aside, all of our searching aside, all of the experts aside, the pundits aside, the authors aside, all of the people who have opinions about what truth is, the finding of truth is no simple matter. And in the words of C.S. Lewis, he said, If you look for truth, you may find some comfort in the end. If you look for comfort, you will not get either comfort or truth, only soft soap and wishful thinking to begin. And in the end, you will get a handful of emptiness. Wow. Something to think about. 
And that's going to be it for tonight's news. I've taken up all my time. It's going to be a very interesting <laughs> show tonight, Ariel. Oh, it sure is. It sure is. Well, thank you. Always love to hear about natural healing and the wonders of all of that. Very inspiring and something that I firmly, firmly uh, believe in, experienced myself. So it's going to be great. Thank you for yeah. having this wonderful guest. And I, I want to thank him ahead of time for coming on. All right, well, we'll see you all next week. And from my heart to yours, each one of you, much love. Thank you so much, Anastasia, for the Starseed News. We'll talk to you next week. You bet. Okay. All right. So I am going to, Lavendar, get your microphone open and Trin's open. Okay, you're both on. Hey, Trin, welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here. Well, we're so happy to have you and um, looking forward to hearing your story and your information. So, Lavendar, are you set and ready to go? I'm ready to go. Okay, take it away. So so welcome, Trin. I, I really Thank love um, the opportunity to... Uh, to allow you to tell us your story about how all this came about for you. So just just start out by telling us your story about how you discovered CBD oil. Sure. Um, well, as you know from my bio, I grew up in Australia, and when I was about 12 years old, I had my first health complication. Um, I grew from being about five foot six to six foot four in less than a year, and my parents took me to a doctor to see some specialists and figure out what was going on, and at the time, they diagnosed me with a disease called acromegaly, which another word for it is gigantism. Um, it's the same condition that Shaquille O'Neal and Andre the Giant and those huge people that we see in the world usually have, and <clears throat> I, uh, I dealt with that going from being a young boy into the size of a man pretty quickly from the age of 12, that that uh, experience really led me all the way to moving here to Washington where they found out that that wasn't actually acromegaly that had caused that, but a small micro tumor that was on my pituitary gland. And it was actually uh, uh, CBD oil that helped me to, to get rid of that as well. But basically, my story uh, as far as my healing journey in my adult life started working as a personal security agent. I owned a security company. Um, and we protected a royal family um, while I was working for them. I was assaulted and broke my my uh, ankle. Um, if I wasn't wearing a military boot at the time, doctors told me I probably would have lost my lost my leg. And I got myself to a hospital. Um, went through I think three surgeries. Had external fixators, um, you know, drilled into my bones from the outside of my legs. And I was told to stay on bed rest for three months, and I moved back into my parents' house, and my mother, she took care of me, and she cleaned my wounds and helped me to get through that part. Um, while that was happening, I, I was sent home from the hospital with an infection with some antibiotics that they thought would take care, would take care of it, but I ended up um, contracting something called cellulitis, which was an infection that caused my leg to just swell up a lot bigger than normal. And at that point, they considered also, you know, whether it was better to take the leg or have the surgeries to repair it. And we went ahead with the surgeries. 
And I guess from about three months after I'd had the initial surgeries and I started to walk again, you know, the other medical complications started to come up. And I went from being on a couple of pain medications and muscle relaxers to one more medication to take care of um, high uric acid that I'd developed whilst being in a hospital bed. That medication gave me some more complications. They put me on um, some pretty expensive and powerful medications for different types of arthritis. And by the end of, I'd say, six months after my surgery, I was bouncing between 15 and 20 medications every day um, just to function. And I wasn't functioning well at all. I was miserable, wasn't able to work, wasn't able to do what I'd done my whole life, and that's protect people. And, you know, it, it forced me into a a real inward journey to to find ways to, to move in a different direction in my life and to find that healing energy that I knew was deep down somewhere. And so I began a journey of, of really studying and, and listening to things like Starseed Radio, um, doing a lot of research on the Internet, reading a lot of books, and... About a year after the surgery happened, I started to have vivid dreams. Um, and during one of these dreams, I, 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 which I believe was an astral projection, uh, I saw my my sister's house, which is in Washington, with a little house built out the back of it. And I saw myself walking in there, uh, walking in there. And walking at that time was not possible without you know help. And if I could walk without help, it wasn't very far. And so I caught that vision, and I thought, all right, well, what do I have to do to move to Washington? And it basically meant turning away from everything that I'd done for the past five years and building my company and uh, selling just about everything I owned. And I got in my car, and I started out for Washington. When I uh, had completed the, the surgeries and going through all the rehabilitation, they considered the original surgeon who did the surgery pulling out the hardware that was attached to my leg that um, was keeping my bones together, but he thought it was too dangerous to pull it out. And it turns out that somebody that I'd introduced my cousin to when I was younger and they got married uh, actually became an ankle surgeon specializing in ankles. So I drove to Utah where he lived and he performed the surgery that my other doctor wouldn't. And I then moved to Washington and, and uh, began my healing journey. With plant medicine, I was disabled at the time, unable to work, and um, as part of the disability, I was I was able to work a small amount of of uh, time a week, and the most that I could make was twelve dollars an hour. So I got onto Craigslist and I went looking for um, you know a job that I could do to keep busy because I was going insane just being disabled and not doing anything productive, and I found a a uh, posting for a job at a marijuana store that just opened called Mary J's. And the phone number for Mary J's was actually the same phone number as the uh, security company that I had in Virginia with a different area code. So I took that as a synchronicity and I put my application in there. had no experience with, <laughs> with anything to do with marijuana, except I knew that the, the oils that are made out of it can definitely heal. And I went there and ended up getting a job, and I worked there for a year and soaked up and learned as much about plant medicine as I could. And during that time that I worked there, 
um, I was given an assignment by the owner of the store to educate the other employees there on Rick Simpson oil and cannabis oil, which Rick Simpson oil is an actual cannabis uh, extract that for about 20 years people have been using uh, to cure cancer. It's documented all over the internet. And so in that process, I began to learn about bringing the, the essential oils out of the plant material and using it in a concentrated form to heal with. Um, my dad at the time, he, you know, he was, we were talking about this journey, and he, he lent me some money because CBD was not cheap back then, about $1,000. And I went and bought up enough CBD from the store with my discount, and I started dosing three times a day with that. Um, for just about three months. I ended up running out just before three months. And the the effects were just phenomenal. I went from being able to swim a couple of laps at the pool to being able to swim 20 or 30 laps. Um, I was able to walk unassisted without pain. And I really started to take leaps and bounds in a good and a healing direction. But after I'd taken that CBD... I noticed that some of the inflammation and some of the issues started to come back. And it really, really, really brought me to a point where I focused on figuring out what the, what the right dosing method, the right amount to take into my system was for these effects to be long-term. And so I tried again with the, uh, with the CBD uh, from marijuana and had similar effects, great results while I was on it. But then when I stopped taking it, I started to feel myself, you know, sliding a little bit back into ill repair. Um, and it was right about this time that my business partner, Yao, had called me on the phone and we were talking about some, some stuff that we were working on. Um, and we, I mentioned CBD to him. And he said that he'd seen another friend of ours from high school in Australia on his Facebook page that he... Um, was an owner and a CEO of a CBD company, and his name is Justin. And Justin and I were, were best friends back in high school, but we hadn't talked for about 10 or 15 years. So I looked him up online, I gave him a call, and we started talking and catching up. And when I was younger, um, you know, my family was raised Mormon, so we had a really strict, really strict religious upbringing. But Justin's mother, she was a uh, she was intuitive, a psychic. She used to have people call her and do sessions all around the world. And I didn't really understand much about it then, but she, the energy that she carried and the way that she, that she uh, you know, took care of her sons and her son's friends, it always stuck with me as something that was different than I'd experienced, at least in my religious circles. And so while Justin and I are talking about CBD and sharing our, you know, the healing story that I'd had with it so far, um, I'm a big numbers guy and I love synchronicities and we ended the phone call at 444 at 4:44, and I just made the comment to him, mate, your, your mom must be watching from, from up there. She's definitely guiding your work. And he went quiet on the phone and he said, mate, it's my mom's birthday today. And so that little synchronicity set us off on a path where we've worked together now for the last year and a half, um, moving the CBD products out to the West coast because green garden gold is situated in Texas. And really, a lot of what we've done is just been educating people on what what CBD can do, and trying to get the right information out there, and and to to help people understand that there are opportunities to heal outside of pharmaceuticals and and medications. And what I found with the medications that I was on, 
every time there was an issue or an imbalance and I'd go back to the doctor, he'd either pull me off one medication and put me on another or he'd just put me on another. And none of these medications seemed to be healing anything. They just seemed to be helping me to get through the day. And that really just, it sat with me in the wrong way. And I just, I've always felt that there's, that there's a real powerful healing ability within each of us and to unlock that that frequency or that code, it's a journey for each of us, but it's one that's a powerful one. And and I couldn't be more grateful for, you know, what's happened since I broke my ankle. If you told me all of this would happen if I broke my ankle, I probably would have said, let's go ahead and break it because it's been such a powerful journey. I look back and I'm grateful for the things that I've learned because I've been able to share those with other people and, and, and watch them walk on their own healing, healing paths and healing journeys. And that's really what, what makes me happy and what, keeps me motivated to keep on doing this. Well, that's just and, an amazing yeah. story. And <laughs> I must say that, that um, the uh, CBD oil that you had sent me uh, is powerful. We love it here. I, I want to share this with all of our Starseed listeners. We have thousands of people that are listening to us tonight, and I certainly hope that they look at your website and, and decide to order from, from you because you're a Starseed on a mission, and we need to support all of our star seeds when they have products. I do have something I would like to say about sure. uh, what happened with with the the system when it fell down. How did hemp become outlawed? Because for thousands of years, it fed us, it clothed us, it housed us. I mean, it healed our bodies. You're exactly right. And all yeah. that information was lost somehow. How did that happen? You know, it's been hidden from us. I mean, when I, if I showed you what my pharmaceutical prescription bill was monthly, you'd, you'd just about have a heart attack. Um, and I don't take I don't take any of those medications anymore, um, and I don't take CBD. One of the things that I failed to share in, in my story, which I'll share now, is that after I got back in touch with uh, in touch with Justin from Green Garden Gold, he sent me out uh, enough of the CBD derived from hemp that I could do a three-month course to try to drive the inflammation out of my body. And finally, I was able to have success. I weaned myself off the CBD after three months. And now I don't take it every day on a regular basis. I take it for general health and well-being like, like most people. And therein lies the, lies the, you know, the secret, really, of CBD. And that's if people take CBD properly and it's effective in, in healing whatever condition they're dealing with, they don't need to take it for the rest of their lives. It's not like a medication that keeps you locked to it and trapped to it perpetually because you need it. It will help you to balance the systems in your body and to drive out the inflammation. And if you ask any doctor what the building blocks of just about every disease and, and ailment out there is, they'll tell you inflammation. And what CBD really does is it balances each of the body systems and removes the inflammation from each of those body systems. And I think that's probably what you're experiencing right now, Lavender. Yeah, I think you're right. Give us some examples of some of the cases that you know of where CBD oil has has been a success. Sure. Um, You know, I'm not a doctor. I can't give medical advice. I can only give my personal experience. But, um, you know, I have a sister that's just moved in with me. Her name's Kristen. um, She's had medical issues for, you know, a lot of her life. A lot of them have been things that they haven't been able to put their finger on. And she's been taking the CBD for, I sent her enough to take for three months, and I think it's been about a month more than that now. 
she got to the point where she didn't need to take it anymore. Um, and now she only uses it, you know, as needed. But she was having seizures on a regular basis, and I think she's only had one in about the last four or five months. So it's really made a, a huge difference for her. Um, around the same time that I had my surgery in Utah to remove the, the titanium from my ankle, uh, my mother had a pineal gland tumor, um, uh, it was pretty big. They had to operate on it. She was living in Costa Rica with my dad at the time. He was a diplomat there. And when they pulled the, or when they uh, removed the tumor, she formed two clots, one in her visual cortex and one in the middle of her brain. And they both exploded. And um, she basically stroked, stroked out, was revived, brought back. And because of the damage that the gross clot did in her visual cortex, she lost her vision. Um, you know, as modern science says, you can't you can't regenerate neurons in the visual cortex. It's just not something that the body can do. But my mom will tell you a different story. She's in a she's been taking CBD um, off and on in between her studies that she's been involved in. Right now, she's in a study in upstate New York where they test her vision every few months, and and she's actually improving. They put little dots on the screen about the size of a pin. And she has to press a button when she sees that dot, and it maps each of the each of the sectors in her vision, of which are, are firing and which aren't. And she's actually been showing improvement. And I'm not saying that CBD is going to bring back sight, but just the the fact that when she goes to medical doctors and says, you know, the only thing I'm doing is CBD, and they say I expected to see a woman come in here, you know, in a wheelchair, old and and weak and and <laughs> And unable to function, but mom, she comes walking in there. She gets around fine. She still works with her charities, and she, um, you know, she's an amazing star seed herself. And outside of my family, um, there's a lady that I met actually doing a uh, a Reiki healing course about six months ago. She was about 70 years old. Um, she hadn't been able to leave her house for more than a few hours a day for a long, long time because she couldn't feel the soles of her feet. So I forget what the actual condition was called, but she'd been on medications and seen a bunch of doctors and had never really been able to take care of it. Um, and during the Reiki sessions, you know, it came out that that was what she was dealing with, and I gave her a few bottles of CBD to try out. And about a week later, she called me up and she said, you know, I, I got, up, got out of bed today and put my feet on the ground and I could feel my feet. I said, oh. Was that not normal? And she said, no, I haven't been able to feel my feet for a long time. And she purchased a, a full box of the CBD, and uh, she did a three-month course on it, and she's doing wonderfully. Some more um, serious cases, you know, there's people that I've given it to that have, are in serious, serious stages of cancer um, that have taken it, prolonged their life, you know, by two or three times with the doctors said, had forecast them having left, and you know I've seen complete complete remissions of people that have had tumors, um, skin cancers, uh, even ADHD. It's it's I've had a few cases with people close to me that have um, actually used the CBD for adolescents with ADHD, and it's been very effective. So this is just a, an absolute host of things that this can be helpful for. Like I said, what it can do from, you know, all things aside is it removes inflammation. So if there's inflammation in any system of your body, this is the ticket to get rid of it. 
and it's a lasting. It's have a you lasting had any success, uh, Trent? Have you had any success with uh, this flu and viruses that are going around? Does this have anything to do with getting rid of the flu? Yeah, I'll tell you. I, I, um, you know, after all of my all of my surgeries and whatnot, I used to get sick probably once or twice. And well, I'd say at least once a month. It was regular. You know, I'd get a little sniffle or a flu or a cold. But since I've taken the CBD on a regular basis, I don't catch the, you know, when my when I go and visit my nieces and nephews and they've all got a, uh, the flu and they're coughing and spluttering, you know, I'm not worried about picking up those germs because I feel like the CBD really fortifies the immune system and builds it up and helps to protect us from those things that are out there that want to get into our systems and, and wreak havoc. So, yeah, I think that it does have a, uh, absolutely have a uh, an effect on general wellness and keeping those viruses and, and sicknesses at bay. Do you have any information about uh, the, the laws that have been passed to grow hemp in this country? Do you know anything that we could, yeah, we could share with us? There's, um, you know, it's, it's constantly changing. <laughs> we have uh, in Washington State where we're based, um, you know, marijuana is legal both recreationally and, uh, and medically, and they've actually just – um, change the laws here in this state to allow CBD from hemp into the marijuana stores. And that's a big change. That was not something that we ever thought would happen soon. I know that there's um, that there are members in both parties right now that are working on a bill uh, to legalize the cultivation of hemp federally. Um, I know multiple states are legalizing it themselves. Washington's one of them. They're in the process of doing it right now. And we actually have a hemp cultivation license application in, and um, that's one of the things we plan to do is to start growing it here and, and supplying our own CBD for our Green Garden Gold product line. That's wonderful. That is marvelous. Just to shift the conversation just a little bit, you said sure. that you were raised in Australia. Did you ever have the yeah. chance to go over to Ayers Rock while you were in Australia? No, I didn't. I didn't. My parents have been there. Um, you know, I, since I was a kid, my parents have gone traveling a lot and, you know, they've been to Korea and Asia and I've, I've always <laughs> kind of had the feeling like I've been there and done that. And uh, it's just never really appealed to me to travel with, as, as a young man. But now as I get older, um, I'm definitely more interested in, in visiting a lot of these sacred sites and these vortexes, but yeah, I would love to go there and visit Lavender. Yes, we we had uh, Stephen Strong on our show a couple of weeks ago, and and even your dad sent me an email just yesterday talking about how wonderful it was to hear this man describe his adventures in Australia. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to that show or not, but if you haven't, no. be sure and go back and, and listen to it. It is one of the top shows that we've ever had on our radio show. In fact, we're having an anniversary. Uh, we've been on the air nine years, April 19th. Wow. So we're kind of celebrating this week with our show. Well, it's a pleasure and an honor to be on your show. I really appreciate it. Well, we want to support you and 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 have more people try CBD oil instead of going to pharmaceuticals because we think that pharmaceuticals are really killing people. They're not helping people as much as as they say they're doing. So we're yeah, thankful they really that are a product yeah. that we can all be proud of. So absolutely. Do you have any spiritual or ET experiences that you would like to share with us? Because, you know, we have a very awake audience. Yeah. I mean, 
Well, I have lots of them. Um, uh, which one to share? Well, I'll tell you, we, we moved into a, my business partner and I got a house in, in uh, Washington. We live up on a hill and it looks out over the water, the bay, uh, out into the ocean. And for about the first three weeks that we were here, we had, you know, I, I couldn't see the ship itself, but we had a hovering ship that sat I don't know, a few miles off the shore. Um, we would watch it and think maybe it's a star or a plane and come back a few hours later, be in the same spot. We, um, I have surveillance cameras set up at my house and we, um, I do Reiki healing sometimes. And the last Reiki session that we had, we, you know, asked the ascended masters uh, to come in and, and help with the person that was, that was doing the healing. And we had a flash of purple, purple light just fly past the front door camera at uh, 111 and 444. <laughs> and when that happened, we've, we've had a bunch of energy around this house and lots of, uh, lots of visitors. Um, I think probably the most powerful experience that I had was actually the night that I was, uh, <laughs> was led to you, Lavender. It was on Memorial Day. And we were camping out by a river. Um, and, you know, I, I, it was a beautiful night. I saw some, some ships dancing in the sky. And I thought, I'm going to go out into the woods with my crystals and have a little meditation and just connect with Gaia and ground myself. And I went out there and did that. And as I did it, I think I told you this before, lavender, I just had this overwhelming lavender smell. I mean, I was looking around in the trees going, where is the lavender bush? Where is the lavender bush? And I had an overwhelming, overwhelming experience after seeing one of the orbs in the sky where I just had overwhelming feelings of emotion and washes of emotion. And, um, and it was a very, very powerful connection while it wasn't anything, you know, there was no message conveyed, at least the one that I understood, uh, I felt it. And when I got home the next day, I got onto my computer to do some work and I don't even know what I was looking at, but up popped this little uh, this little advertisement that said contact Lavender now Starseed Hotline. And funny story is, I when I first got into the marijuana industry, I started a uh, a packaging company which was called Starseed. <laughs> so I thought, all right, I'm going to bite. I'm going to follow the synchronicity. And I called you, Lavender. I think it was about ten or eleven o'clock at night. And you called me right back and said, I got your message. You told me about the uh, the vault and asked me when I was born. And when I said 1981, you told me about the people that um, you know you'd been waiting for to release the information to. And and I had my session a few months later. Well, Trent, let me tell you, we don't have anything that would have come up on your computer. We we don't advertise anywhere. Well, I don't even know how that popped up then, but I was led to it. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Wow. And yeah. let me tell you something. The 444, I have come to know, is Global Group Mind. It's a mm. frequency that's been attached to some DNAs on the planet in bloodlines. Numbers, 111, 222, 333. How about 1111? I mean, how many times do you see 1111 yeah. on the clock? It seems that when I'm walking through the house, my my <laughs> head will just jerk to the clock, and there it is. Does yeah. that happen for you? Oh, uh, that's been happening for me for over a year. I, I constantly am sharing it with people, and they catch the bug. And I have, 
at least half a dozen friends that will send me a 444 or a 333 at the time that it comes along as I see it, just as a quick message, like I'm in the synchronicity too. But, you know, numbers for me, they're, they're a communication system for the universe. I'll see a number and, and I'll, you know, whatever I'm thinking about at that time, it'll help me to, to process whatever I'm trying to do or say or feel or think. And I've just learned to appreciate them and, and thank the universe when they pop up. I think there's something called code talking. I think that yeah, I a lot of star seeds have been embedded with in their DNA a, a speech right. uh, frequency that will align to certain numbers, to certain vibrations yeah. and patterns. And mm-hmm. I think that that we're we're kind of like the Navajo code talkers during World War II. It's a code mm. that we speak, but only those of, of us that have the codes know what we're saying. Right. You know, I've just remembered how I know how I found your website. So <laughs> I told you about the number 444. Uh, that one's been popping up since I moved to the town I live in now. And where I went to for the Memorial Day celebration and camp out with some family and friends, the number of that house was 444. <laughs> when, I moved to, when I moved to Bellingham and got a PA box, my PA box number was 444. When I had that experience out there on the on the, out in the woods, um, you know, I had a really strong feeling of that 444. And I, when I got home, I typed in 444 light years away from Earth just to see what would come up. And well, you you wouldn't believe it, but the Pleiades are 444 light years away from Earth, specifically Alcyon. Really? And the stars, yeah, <laughs> well, the stars in the Pleiades. <laughs> and so I looked up. Pleiades, and I think that's where your Starseed website came up, Lavender, and that's where I picked. That's where I clicked on it. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. So yes, yeah, synchronization so is confirmation. <laughs> you yeah, know, synchronization sure is. is confirmation. I really believe that. It sure is. Really uh, yeah, I mean, today we just you know driving ten miles, saw about eight or ten five five fives. Went to a crystal store to. Sold some crystal jewelry and uh, some CBD today, and the change from what we purchased from the store, the tax, sorry, worked out to seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. It seems like every day these numbers just keep on growing and growing and getting stronger and stronger. I call it the, my synchronicity soup. They pop up when I'm in the soup. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your other company that you have, jewelry. Sure. So. Um, you know, I love crystals. Crystals have been a big part of my healing journey. Um, my business partner, he's a jeweler by trade. He's been doing that since we left high school. He makes watches and uh, pendants and all types of, of fine jewelry. But we, um, we started purchasing crystals and making crystal grids for our home, and, and we decided one night that we were going to use all the information that we had in these crystal books that we bought and start to make configurations of the crystals that would help, you know, people in different energetic ways. So we have some combinations that help with sleep and insomnia, other ones that help with anxiety, some that help with grief grief and loss, others with love, abundance. I think we have about 16 different versions available for men, uh, women, and children sizes. So when they go on your on the, on your main website, there's also connection to these websites. No, the crystal. I can send you the information on the crystal jewelry. We actually just released it. I just received the samples about three weeks ago, and we just made our first two sales with it. So it's real, 
real early days on the Starseed Jewelry, but um, if any of your listeners are interested, we'd be happy to, to send them one at wholesale, and I can provide the information to you if you want to want to get it on the website. Great. Well, you know we're having our Starseed Quest in May, and I had asked yes. you if if you could send me some samples so that we could give to our questers when they come. There's about 30 people coming, and you said yep. that you were putting together a, a box. It hasn't arrived yet, but I'm really anxious to to see. You took a picture of it, and it just overwhelmed me. So much in that box, I said, oh, my <laughs> goodness, this is like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of cartridges with CBD, um, CBD oil in them, no THC. Uh, also some batteries on there. I think there's about 10 or 15 of those. And then we included some chill shots with just a single dose of CBD for somebody to try it out. Um, we also included, I think, some med packs, which is what you and, and your friend have been have been trying out. Some creams, some solvent, or some uh, salves, um, as well as some tinctures. We got just about everything there. You know that cream, that cream. I really love that cream. And we had the nurse came by the other day, and she. She said, you know, I'm going to have to have a knee operation, and my knee really hurts. And, and Richard said, why don't you put some of this on your knee? And she did, and in five mm-hmm. minutes there was no pain. She was yeah. a believer at, at that moment. Well, that, that cream I learned how to make living at my sister's house in a little shoebox out the back for a year while I was healing. I, I uh, met somebody at, at the store that I purchased some of his products, and he just really gave me a rundown on making um, topicals, and so I started to make my own, and I was able to make a topical that took away enough of the pain and inflammation where I didn't need to take pain medication anymore, and I've been taking pain medication for five years five years straight, and sometimes two or three pain medications. So I'm a big believer in the cream. Um, it's actually just being released into the, the marijuana market here in Washington here in the next month. Um, and the one that I actually sent you is the CBD version. So we have one version that has THC and one that has CBD, and also a version that has both. Oh, great. So I'm so excited to to meet you in the future. I hope that you're going to be able to come to our, one of our Starseed Quest, you and your whole family. I would love to see you come. We we are definitely planning on it. I would love that. Because I have a feeling that we know one another from other places. <laughs> I'm sure we do, Lavinar. I'm sure we do. I think I'm doing a, <laughs> a, a session with your sister tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you are. I'm looking forward to that. She's um, She's been just, she's going through her own awakening and ascension process. It's been wonderful to watch her change and bring back parts of herself that she may have forgotten that have been there. And just to see how how spirit works within people to, to make those changes once we have the intention to have them. It's it's an amazing experience just to be able to watch other people go through the healing journey. Yes, it is, isn't it? Well, at it's this good. time, I'd like to pass you over to my co-host, Arielle, and she has okay. a switchboard, and there may be people that want to, to call and talk to you. So okay. uh, let's stay in touch, Trin. I, I'm really Absolutely. here to support you and your products and your and your journey, and hopefully we'll get to meet in person uh, at a Starseed Quest. I know you can't probably make the one in May, but maybe you can come to the one in August. Yep, the one in August, I got marked on my calendar. Okay, good. Okay, so back <laughs> to you, Arielle. Okay. Well, I am um, I'm so fascinated with this um, information, and um, I know for, in my own personal experience, I had migraines 
all my life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, and it was the the CBD oil that made that a thing of the past. And right. I mean, I would well, go I down. Think... I'd go, yeah, I'd go down for forty eight hours, and you know, can't stand sound or light and the whole thing. And mm. uh, yeah, I mean, sh- shoot. And I, now I can hardly even remember <laughs> because it's been so long since one. that happened. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah. Well, there's plenty in that samples box for you, so you make sure you grab some of the CBD to take home with you. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, uh, pets, I noticed um, on, yeah. your, on your website you've also got, you know, like, doggy chews. Yeah, we do. They, they're, they're, per, they're fine for cats or dogs. We just advertise them for dogs. Uh, they have two milligrams in them, and we have a gluten-free version as well as a just regular version. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, we've got to and take care of our little four-legged friends. That's, that's right. So um, are you able to um, to speak on the, I mean, the, the, the technical um, aspects of why, how this works? Um, how with the yeah, I mean the the cannabinoid yeah. receptors. Um, do, do you know about yeah. that? And can you teach us? Yeah, I do. So we have uh, what's called the endocannabinoid system, which is a. Uh, it's there's more receptors for the endocannabinoid system than any other system in our bodies. It runs through all the systems in our bodies. It was actually only just a recent discovery that they found out about this system. Uh, I think it was a uh, it was an Israeli scientist by the name of Raphael Meshulam. Um, back in 1992, and they discovered that, you know, CBD can activate this entire endocannabinoid system and help to bring balance to all of the body systems. Um, you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know the, the, the technical terms for how it all works, but in my own experience, from, from my toes to my head, this, this, uh, this product has removed the inflammation. It's taken out scar tissue that's um, you know, I've been embedded in my body for some of it over 10 years um, and just pushed it away and got rid of it like it was nothing. Uh, as far as how it, how it works in the system, it's a uh, CBD oil. There's lots of different forms that it comes in. Um, a lot of the companies out there use what's called isolate, which is when they isolate just the CBD from the, 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 the material and that's what they give you in their products. But what I found on my journey through my first two experiences taking CBD, hello? Yeah, hello. Hello. Sorry, I lost you there for a second. Okay, yeah, um, I thought I lost you too. <laughs> my own experience from taking CBD was that the isolate helps with symptoms like headaches or menstrual cramps. But it's the full-spectrum oil that really has the healing power and ability. And by full-spectrum, I mean when the CBD is derived from the plant, they bring along all of the other terpenes, which is a fancy word for the essential oils that also exist in the plant. And those terpenes are essential oils. They act as a transport system in your body and also have their own healing benefits to get that CBD dispersed to all of your receptors in your endocannabinoid system. So my advice to people out there is if you're going to try a CBD product, even if it's not one of ours, um, I would suggest you you go for the full-spectrum oil uh, that has been extracted by CO2 extraction. CO2 effectively is a solventless extraction, so you won't end up with any residual solvents in your your products, and you definitely don't want that 
to be taking something harmful in your body with something that you're trying to heal it with. Right. Well, um, and I think if I heard you correctly, when you were doing the cannabis oil, when you stopped, yep. there was no mm-hmm. residual benefit. Uh, but when you switched to the hemp oil, then there was residual benefit. Yes, that's exactly right. After three months of doing the, the Green Garden Gold full-spectrum oil, I halved my dose for a week, and then I took myself off it completely. And I didn't take it for about five weeks just to see how my body would react. And I had no noticeable backslide in my health whatsoever. In fact, I, and during that five or six weeks, I think I lost the pant size and, and started to get a lot more energy in my workouts. So, yeah, oh, the full-spectrum oil from, from hemp is, is what helped me. But with that being said, you know, there's a big uh, conversation in the country right now about legalization of marijuana itself. And there is... There are some um, some illnesses that react better when the CBD is mixed with THC, and so there's different types of uh, ratios that work for different types of conditions. But as far as what what your best fit is for all around uh, the CBD hemp oil, you'll be able to. Be fully functional at work. It has no psychoactive properties. It's got less than 0.3% THC, which is what the federally uh, or the federal legal limit is for it to be sold outside of weed stores um, to the general public. And all of our products meet those specifications. And so, this <clears throat> because of this, um, the the products from Green Garden Gold can be shipped anywhere. That's correct. Yeah. So if if your uh, listeners would like to order, we're we're happy to offer wholesale prices to all of your all of your listeners. So you can buy it for about half the price of what it is on the website, and we'll ship it to you direct. And how um, is there a a code that they will need to submit or something to identify themselves as one of our listeners? That starsheet the code. So just put is there a box there that you fill in and just type in starseed? No, the best way for them to, to the best way for your listeners to take advantage of the wholesale prices is to look on the website, figure out what products they would like, and then to send me an email, and I will uh, I'll ship it out from our West Coast distribution facility and give it to them at wholesale. So I guess what we'd have to do is just provide an email address um, that they is can that write on into the web- if we can. If, if is that is that on the website you're your email address? Not my, not my specific email address. They can get to me through the general email, but it would be quicker if they use my email address, which is, if it's all right, I can give it to them. Well, if you don't mind, we don't mind. Sure. <laughs> it's Green Garden Gold, so G-R-E-E-N, Garden, G-A-R-D-E-N, Gold, G-O-L-D, W-A, at gmail.com. So Green Garden Gold, W-A, at gmail.com. W A like Washington. Correct. Yeah. Okay. W A like the abbreviation for the Washington State. Okay. So it. green green garden gold. W A at gmail dot com. That's it. Okay, and then um, just when you send the email to Trin, just tell him that you heard him on this show, and uh, and then you'll get it all set up and hooked up from there, huh? 
Absolutely. And if anyone's dealing with any any kind of illness or anything that they'd like to to uh, use CBD for, I'd be happy to give you some some advice and provide some more information and literature on the correct way to to dose with it for it to be most effective. So I'll help you walk through the process. Well, is there um, if someone accidentally took too big of a dose, is there any danger or no. side effect? No, there's not. Your body just it can only absorb so much, and the rest just becomes waste material. It's uh, the beautiful thing about CBD is there's no psychoactive properties. Um, really, the only thing that it's ever made me feel is relaxed. Sometimes when I've had too much, I've been a little more relaxed than I'd want to be at work. But other than that, the uh, there really aren't any negative effects that I've experienced. Well, that is excellent, excellent. And I, I put up um, on the on the slideshow that goes along, you know, while people are listening. Um, there's a little yeah. thing with, with it, and I put that uh, excerpt from the um, information you sent me with just the pr- potential therapeutic uses. And Wonderful. I mean, there's there's like 60 things on that list. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, if you see something on that list that that you're experiencing, then um, send that email to Trin. <clears throat> Excuse me at Green Garden Gold W A at Gmail dot com. And um, this is, I, I mean, I think it's it is the wave of the future. And you may yeah. um, have you have may not have heard, but we had a um, we had a guest many many years ago, and um, and Lavendar confirmed what she said that uh, that things like roses and marijuana were transplanted from the Pleiades and chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there wow. you go. Um, and I don't know about I don't know about hemp if that's always been here if that was a transplant, um, but I wouldn't be surprised because they gave us everything yeah. we'd need. You know, it's right under our yeah. noses. Yeah, um, I mean hemp hemp can. It, <laughs> if somebody told you that they have uh, they have a product that can clothe you, feed you, heal you, give you fuel, all from the same plant, you'd think, give me the plant. That's a wonder plant, and it really is. But since the founding fathers started using it, I think George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, and James Madison all had hemp farms. Somewhere between then and now, we've lost we've lost as a society what the the benefits of this this plant really are. And I mean, this is about, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most important plants on the planet because of what it has the potential to do for hunger and healing and just helping to balance out the issues that we have on the planet right now. And there's a lot of them. Well, yeah, if <clears throat> you heard the the news at the beginning of the show, you know, yeah. Mother Earth, Mother Earth is is changing, and we need yeah. to support, help, and and quit interfering, so yeah. that she can get on with it. Because like she's uh, like it's, she's in the delivery room with labor pains, and uh, the quicker that we learn more respect and honor. Um, yeah. the, the quicker the the beautiful baby will be born. So um, it, yeah. it's so critically important. But um, I was listening to uh, last week. I think you were talking about the salmon, and it was uh, a couple of days before I listened to that that news report. I I became you know I stopped eating meat um, about this time last year. I just all I all I eat is fish. All I have been eating is tuna and, and salmon, and I got a pretty strong pretty strong message that it was time to give up the salmon and you know I begrudgingly was like I don't really want to give up the salmon but the 
decided I would, and then I heard your <laughs> heard your report on the the farm salmon and just how toxic they are, and I thought, well, I was on the right wavelength for that one. Yeah, I think I think she said that the the wild caught salmon is okay, yeah. is okay um, but the yeah. farmed salmon is not. And and I yeah. know from I mean from the 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 pollution in our oceans that the yeah. larger the fish, the more mercury because it it takes right. longer to to get that big, so they've had more mercury absorption. So you right. know, very very small fish might be safer. But um, mm. yeah, I mean the condition of our oceans, um, it's it's alarming, and and most people just yeah. are are blissfully ignorant of it. But I've been watching this show called Blue Planet Two, and it's all about the mm-hmm. oceans. And 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 they talked about the garbage patch, and how yeah. fish are being um, the fish are ingesting this polypropylene. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, a, a perfect fish would probably re- be really healthy, but do we have any of those left? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. So um, just before we uh, get going uh, much more in this in this conversation, I, I see that we have a, a caller um, who is in the screening room with our producers. But if anyone else has a question for Trin, if you're already um, on the phone, on the switchboard, just press 1 so we know you want to come on the air. And if you're listening on your computer, then you'll need to pick up the phone and dial in at 917-889-8292. And then once you're in, press 1. And, um, yeah, well, we've got a couple of callers coming through now, so we'll just chat a little bit until they're done because we like to make sure that the, the questions are on topic um, Sure. So um, let's see. I had a had a question that came and went from my brain, but I, I know it was <laughs> it was about the CBD. Um, I think it's interesting. You said that our founding fathers um, were hemp yeah. farmers, and yeah. um, you know I think that the um, the advance of science just automatically assumed um, superiority. Right. And you know, and now we've just gone way far into the twilight zone when it comes with, you know, pharmaceutical poisons. And anybody yeah. who's, you know, had to take them for an extended time, like you, um, mm. realize that it just it covers symptoms. It doesn't yeah. really cure anything. It just helps you manage. And That's exactly um, right. you know, I mean, and there are times, you know, in in life and death emergency situations, I'm glad. That that they have that those kind of you know pharmaceuticals, right. but yeah. you know when when it comes to maintaining your health, they won't help you. No, the pharmaceuticals, in my opinion, are to interfere with nature, and sometimes yeah. when nature goes awry, it needs to be interfered with. But for the most part, until things go radically south like that, um, mm. homeostasis, just staying balanced, that's yep. where you have to turn to the natural. Um, natural remedies, natural foods, um, organic um, things like that. So we have the first yeah. caller out of the uh, out of the screening room here. You are going to be okay. talking to Janice with a question about organic hemp and the dosage. Okay, Janice, you are on the air with Trin. Go ahead with your question. Okay, hi, hi Trin. Really interesting. Couple questions. 
I had understood that um, or read somewhere that hemp can pick up a lot of toxins from the um, soil. And I think there was one company I saw sometime that claimed they had organic hemp. What's your take on that? We we only use organic hemp. We don't use any any uh, anything that's not organic. There is a lot of hemp is a a very a very durable plant, so it can grow just about anywhere with very minimal nutrients in the ground. So often in countries other than Europe, hemp is planted in um, areas that have been widely used for farming or industrial, like light industrial. And and what happens there is the heavy metals end up in the soils and they get picked up by the plants. And so about a year ago, um, there was a big issue with a lot of the CBD coming out of China because it was grown in industrial areas with high amounts of heavy metals, and that heavy metals were carrying over into the refined products. But we send our, all of our, our oil through uh, testing procedures, third-party labs that test for the heavy, metal, um, the heavy metals amount. We, we, won't, we won't use any oil with any, any uh, heavy metals in there. Very few, very, very little trace amounts in what we provide. Okay, but is it is it organic? I don't see organic on yes. your site, but I, you did say it is organic? or It is organic, yes, it is. It is. Wow, that, that should be stated possibly. That's really a plus. Second question yeah. is, oh, I don't know, last year I took some CBD oil. I think it was like 40 milligrams per dose. Um, okay. I've been... I felt really relaxed. I didn't really feel much. I don't really have any, you know, big symptoms, but it was somewhat relaxing. Um, but others said that, oh, it was great. But I see yours seems to be higher milligrams, like like a thousand milligrams, or what's the yeah, minimum milligrams? Number. And does the higher milligrams really make a difference for most people? Yeah. See, the thing with this this dosing method is you build up a tolerance with CBD, like you do for just about any medication. And so being able to keep up with your tolerance increasing by increasing the dose is really the tricky part of the dosing schedule. What I've found from my experience is usually starting out with a 30-milligram dose um, for somebody that's looking for general health and doing that three times a day. Uh, If you want to get the inflammation out of your body and you just want to kind of reset and rebalance, uh, that works out to about 90 milligrams a day, and you do that for three months. And that's going to drive as as much inflammation as there is in your body out. Um, but for people who just want to use it uh, for general wellness, maybe they you know, did some yard work and they got a sore back or menstrual cramps or a migraine, um, a higher dose is usually better. 30 to 60 milligrams is, is what I'd recommend. Um, our dosing, our capsules come in 30 milligram doses and our med packs come in 35 milligram doses. So that tends to be around the general dosing amount. But you start with that or you have to build up? You start with 30 and then maybe a couple weeks later do 60 or something like that? Yeah, so I can actually send over a CBD dosing guideline that if you guys wanted to uh, put on the website, we can. But, yeah, um, I'll I'll read you what what is a 12-week dosing schedule is here. From uh, week one to week three, you're taking 30 milligrams three times a day. From week three, three to five, you're taking 45 milligrams three times a day. From week two, six to seven, or sorry, week six to eight, you're taking 75 milligrams three times a day. And then it works back down week nine to 60 milligrams, week 10 and 11 down to 45 milligrams, 
week 12 down to 30 milligrams. And at that point, you can take a maintenance dose of just one capsule a day or, or you know, see how you fare with not taking it at all. Interesting. Wouldn't the liquid under the tongue be more absorbable than capsules, though? Yeah, tinctures are going to absorb faster. Um, they're also going to not stay in your system active as long as a capsule would because it's such, so, so much faster absorption. So for people that are looking for immediate, um, you know, for people that have things like seizures or, or use it for when they get a migraine or a headache or some kind of discomfort, the tincture is definitely the best way to go for fast absorption and quickest effect. But for um, the dosing schedule, I'd recommend the capsules and the med packs because it will stay active in your system for about eight hours. Oh, what's a med pack exactly? I didn't, I didn't really see that on your website, although I didn't look that far. Yeah, med packs are the highest uh, quantity of CBD that we provide in one product. They go up to 4,000 milligrams, um, and it just comes basically in a bottle with a dropper. Each dropper is 35 milligrams. And oh. that's generally what people with serious health conditions um, purchase just because of the cost factor. I think for 4,000 milligrams... Wholesale is two hundred dollars. Mm. Um, which how long would that last? Purchasing well, forty milligrams three times a day. It's uh, about a month. About a month. If you're doing the the uh, dosing schedule, if you're okay. just using it not regularly, it's going to last a lot longer than that. Okay, well, God, well, thanks very much. That's um, really good information, and I'll probably email you. <laughs> Great. I look forward to it. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks again. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling, Janice. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Um, we have another caller um, named Robin. So you're going to be talking to Robin, and I'll get your mic open. Hey, Robin, you're on the air with Trin. Good afternoon. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm doing very well. Nice to talk to you. I work for a company that does random drug testing, and I was wondering if these products show up. You know, we've, this is something that we've, we've, um, we've had a lot of. It has less than 0.3% THC, which is not a testable amount. Um, I've had people that work in government positions. Uh, my sister... My sister has worked in schools, and she's used it before. She's been tested and never had any issues. Um, you know, it's, as long as it doesn't have a THC in there, you're not going to test positive. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, it sure is. I would, yeah. recommend, uh, I would recommend maybe speaking with your company and just clarifying that. I know that a lot of companies in, uh, in the state where I am, Washington, have clarified in their drug testing policies that they don't test for CBD. So they may have a policy on it that you're, you're unaware of. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in Texas working for an oil company, so I don't know. You tell me. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, we're based <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> it's actually oh, company where about? In Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. Okay. This is, I'm in Houston. Farmers, farmers Branch. Curiosity. Right? Um, Robin, are you, the, are you the same Robin from Texas that came to Arkansas with us? Yes, I am. I thought so. I thought, I think I know her. Oh, it's so nice to hear yeah. your voice. Well, thank you. You too. I've been yeah. trying to get back up to Arkansas. I just haven't had the time. Yeah. Well, when it's right, it'll be. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, so, sure. um, 
Yeah, so um you better you know, check with your company and uh and see what they you know, what what their stand is. I mean certainly if I mean it's C B D is legal in Texas, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. It is? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely well, well, is. That's where we're based. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right, yeah, well I'll check uh, yeah. it out. All right, thanks. Okay, thanks, thanks for Robin. calling. Good to hear from you. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Wow, yeah, Robin came to Arkansas with us um, a couple years ago, and uh, I knew she worked for an oil company, so when she said Texas Oil and Robin, I was like, <laughs> I know her. So, nice. oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so you said also a, a children with AD. ADHD. ADHD. Yeah, I've had that. I've had ADHD since I was a kid. Um, as an adult, they put me on Adderall and Ritalin and all that stuff, and you know, it it just didn't really help a whole lot. But since I've taken the CBD, I I can sit down on my computer and work and get everything I need to do done, and not lose focus. And I've been able to say that from pretty much my entire life. Wow. So it's definitely helped me with balancing something out there. You know, I was diagnosed with PTSD after I, after my injury and had a, a bunch of issues that stem from that and they've all dissolved and I don't have any issues with PTSD or flashbacks or any of that anymore, um, you know, since going through the CBD course. So there's just a host of, of benefits that it has and I really encourage anybody that has it to try it out. Well, it's either going to work wonderfully or maybe not so much, but it, it will it won't do any harm. That's right. It's not going to do any you harm. Know? Yeah, there's not there's not too many um, things in, on the market that can say that. Um, what about uh, um, have you had any um, information about CBD and autism? Yes, um, it's I've I've actually given it to. I've actually given CBD um, samples to a family that has has an autistic daughter, and they now buy the product from me because of its effect. Um, Alzheimer's. I have a friend who I work with, who uh, his father was an ex sheriff from the, the county here, and he he got Alzheimer's right on the time that I moved here, and he's been taking the CBD since and. You know, for about a year, he wasn't able to have a conversation with his son and would forget who he was. Um, now he actually calls his son and shares memories with him of his childhood, which is just, you know, for anybody that's dealt with somebody with Alzheimer's, that's that's hard to come by. So there's oh. there's a there's a lot of benefits for a lot of people. Um, I I don't have any specific facts on autism for you, but. Uh, I know that if I had an autistic child, it would be one of the first things that I do to to try to help the situation outside of pharmaceuticals. Yeah, and I've even heard of a um, a a professor at at Temple University who has been testing CBD um, for transplant um, rejection uh, prevention. I guess you wow. would call it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, and my brother's had a transplant. So. Um, he's mm. he's really followed her work, and uh, of yeah. course, you know, getting getting the rest of the medical community to you know respect well, yeah, or, or even take notice 
um, mm-hmm. you know, I just I don't know what's wrong. There are some wonderful doctors out there, but there are also For some sure. that are not so wonderful. <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure they all mean well. But um, there's so much that you can do for yourself. And with your journey, it started by going inside, asking your higher self to show you the path to get out of this and get back, get your life back. So you really, you really made the, the, the connection that, that led you and all the synchronicity that you've got with the numbers and that, um, like Lavender says, that's just confirmation that you're on the right path. And when the yeah. synchronicity stops, you have to say, what am I doing wrong? Where did I take a left Re-evaluate. turn? Reevaluate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, this is, this is just um, wonderful information. So let me recap um, for our listeners once again. The website is greengardengold.com. And if you want to um, take advantage of the generous offer that Trin is um, uh, giving to our audience, if you email him at greengardengoldwa, like the abbreviation for Washington State, dot com, I mean, at gmail.com, um, Trim will hook you up with wholesale prices uh, plus shipping, and um, you can find something that's going to be the right product at the, you know, the right quantity and um, heal yourself. Yes. So um, this is just this has been wonderful, and well, this has become a mission for you to educate yeah, yeah. And, and 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 show you know give an opportunity to obtain, and it's legal in all fifty states because there's it's no psychoactive, it's not they're not going to make you high, um, so it it is legal, and um, you know you can sell this product line in any store. That's that's the other thing to make note of for any any listeners that have businesses. Um, there's stores that I know of that sell CBD. It's their main staple. There's a antique store in in uh, in Utah that sells about 15 CBD products, and that's they wouldn't be staying afloat and keeping in business if they didn't have that product line to sell. So, <laughs> if, yeah. if you're well, if you're interested in helping people out and putting something different on the shelves, we'd be more than happy to talk about getting it on the, the shelves of some listeners as well. Yeah, well, I was I was at my uh, my local feed store um, getting dog food, and I remember the owner had said that because uh, I gave him the link um, to to read about uh, CBD, and I went there and there it was right on the counter. He had like eight eight different products. So oh, wow. yeah, I mean, and that's <laughs> that's just in a pet food store, um, yeah. independent. So yeah, it doesn't matter what your main business is because pretty much, you know, <laughs> even if you're selling, uh, you know, office supplies, um, yep. there's a lot of a lot of muscle tension that goes along with sitting at a computer yeah. all day. You know, Absolutely. so, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it should just be everywhere, mainstream. Yes, I but agree. We're getting there. I mean, it's, I mean um, hemp oil, CD from, CBD oil from hemp, is legal in all 50 states. Now, do you have um, a a sense of when um, when the uh, the cannabis oil and marijuana and that right now? I think there's there's like I don't know, maybe is there 30 states that that it, where it's already legal? 
Yeah, medically it's about that. I'm 28, but um, yeah, you know the the way that this the way that this whole industry is unraveled, it's just a matter of time before we see federal legalization. In my opinion, it's there's too much revenue in it, too much tax revenue. Um, it's it's a movement that can't be stopped. It's got too much momentum now, and I really think it's just a matter of time before the federal government finds a way to regulate it and. And I think that hemp will be a little sooner than the marijuana to get legalized federally, but it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I, I agree with you because a lot of people are are they're demanding more healthy alternatives, and they're and they're yeah. turning away from you know what we've been programmed with. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I yeah. hope it's I to, sooner sooner than later. I went to have a I've physical. Seen, Sorry, I went to have a physical with my doctor a few weeks ago and asked for a full blood work and blood panels just because of all the health stuff I've been through. I want to make sure everything's good. And I got the blood work done and the blood panel. And yesterday, my doctor's office called me and told me that my insurance wouldn't cover um, the wellness test because I had refused to take the medications that I'd been prescribed. <laughs> so because I'm healthy, I can't get the test to make sure that I'm healthy. It's just a really messed up system the way that it is, and I hope that uh, that as people start to experience the healing journey that CBD can take them on, that they just share it with other people because it's the fastest way we're going to get it out there. Absolutely, and I've, 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 I know a lot of people that have had success stories, so um, I, I commend you for for how you have turned things around, taken you know a a a tragedy in your life and used it as a springboard to not only heal yourself, but then to turn around and help others do the same thing. That's just a wonderful thing, Trin. Well, thank you very much. And I really appreciate all the work that you guys are doing with, with the star seed movement. I think about half of my family now has had a reading with lavender and I keep on <laughs> sharing my experiences with other people and they want to experience it. So I'm uh, I'm very grateful for you know the the role that you guys have played in in my awakening and also the awakening of my family. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Well, you are so welcome. You know we're all in this together. So wingtip to wingtip. That's it. <laughs> we'll go into a, a, a much better era in our history. Yeah. So, well, we will look forward to seeing you um, one day, maybe August, um, in Arkansas. And, yeah, uh, I think August is planned. Okay. Well, that'll be great. That'll be great. So, once again, it is greengardengold.com. And if you want to take advantage of the, um, the wholesale offer that Trin can set up for any of our listeners, Email him at GreenGardenGoldWA, like the state Washington, WA, at gmail.com. And just tell him you heard him on this show, and Trent will get you hooked up. Yeah, I sure will. Thank you so much. It has just been a pleasure having you with us this evening, and we'll look forward to seeing you at a future time in Arkansas. All right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate everything. You are so welcome. And from all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, we thank you for listening. And um, we will be back next week. And until uh, we meet again, remember 
to find gratitude in your life every day. Good night, everyone. been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com.